What's up, fools? This is Nigel McGuinness. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. This is the king of old school, Steve Carino. This is Nick and Matt Jackson. What up, what up? This is your boy, ATH. This is the undisputed murder king, Keith Burry. Hey, this is TJ Perkins. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mike Bondo. This is Bobby Fish, one half of Red Dragon. This is the hit book, Red Titus. And you're listening to the ROH Podcast. Or is it ROH Cast on ROHWorld.com? They say they made all podcasts equal. They were wrong. These three guys are something like FBI agents. Be careful. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 104 of the ROH Cast. My name is Harry. I am the web designer and co owner of ROHWorld.com. And as always, I'm here with my fellow ROH Cast A Team member, the American Bearded Nightmare, John. Are we the A Team or the only team these days? I, I was actually thinking about this. You brought this up last week uh, when we kicked off the show that we're basically the only team left now. Does that technically make us the worst team as well? As well as the best, if we're the only ones? Are we simultaneously amazing and terrible? I think we're just amazing. <laughs> Um, do we actually have any updates on Stuff Pants, Stephen? Any sort of updates on his location, his, his safety? Oh, well, I, I, I sent a carrier pigeon his way with uh, trying to get an update on him, but I have not received that pigeon. So either he killed it and ate it since he is going without food, or it just got lost. I am not sure, but there are no new updates on Stuff Pants, Stephen. Unfortunately, you have to stay tuned for updates in the coming weeks for Stuff Pants Steven. So I think we actually got a question about him, Funny, funnily enough. Someone's actually realised that there's been someone missing from the podcast for about six weeks now. Listen to this? Uh, surprisingly, yeah. Um, so we'll kick this off by talking about the Ring of Honor on SBD, uh, SBG TV show, mine and John's favourite topic of discussion. So, of course, John, <clears throat> I've been... So busy lately, finishing off this game. Master's course mm-hmm. is finished now. You know, I just, I just didn't have the time this week to watch it. But I'm sure you, you've got nothing better to do. Have you? So, um, what happened on Ring of Honor TV? I'm sure you've seen it. I was too worried about Stephen and and his and his absence from the show to spend time watching something like Ring of Honor television. It, it's funny you should say that because in his absence and exile off the coast of Ghana. He once again provided a TV report for us. So has, has he has he gone into exile and just surrounded himself with Ring of Honor? What's happened? Oh, I, I mean, uh, maybe he's gone into exile because of the television. I wouldn't blame him. Um, so we, the show kicked off. I don't even know why we do this report when we haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, dear. There was... The... <laughs> Uh, There was a four-corner survival match. I do apologise, everyone. We do try, but... I think I say this every week, don't I? There's no point even... (laughs) We try our best, but fail miserably. Yeah. Um, There was a four-corner survival match to kick off the show with the winner getting a TV title shot against Matt Taven. In this match, we had Vinny Marseglia, who uh, has appeared quite a few times in Ring of Honor now, hasn't he? I think he was... If I remember, he was in that match where QT Marshall won the contract. Yes, he was. Um, Todd Hansen is not a name I'm familiar with. He's the uh, fourth Hansen brother. Uh, according to 
Stephen's report, he actually looks like the third Highlander. Um, then we have star of video game franchise Tekken, Brian Fury. John, we missed Brian Fury. We were talking about him in the spoilers. We might have to go back and watch this. And also in this match was someone by the name of Congo, who Stephen said, who actually sent me a, Stephen sent me a photo of him in exile. He only seems to communicate via photos now. No words. A photo of this beast called Congo. <laughs> and Stephen basically says that all of them put on a good show in here, which is, I don't want to say all the time, but a lot of the time when you see matches like this that are all guys that you know either aren't under contract or aren't known to the Ring of Honor fans, they do try because they want to make a name for themselves and get noticed and get you know signed by the company. So it makes sense that everyone was trying to impress. And Star of Tekken actually won. You know, all those years in the King of the Iron Fist tournament, he's obviously going to be ready to... <laughs> Would you expect anything less? Exactly. Brian Fury picks up the win. And we'll uh, get a TV title shot against Matt Taven next week. Um, Steven said that he had no complaints at all, actually. Those are his words. He said it was a a fun four-corner survival match that helped showcase all four guys and and a fast-paced way to kick off the show. So, nothing to complain about there, according to Steven. But then something that... (laughs) John, you've complained about a lot in the past. The hashtag... Party Boys. Mike Seidel and Zizou Madu. And Kevin Kelly, Stephen, um, he, he not only does he communicate in pictures, but also by hashtags. Apparently, Kevin Kelly repeatedly would not stop saying hashtag Party Boys. And he, that was the same thing I had with, I think it was Reclamation Night 1. That might have been what annoyed me so much about him. It's Kevin Kelly. The hashtag party boys. It's the hashtag party boys. The hashtag party boys are on offense. You got to watch out for the hashtag party boys. And the funny thing is, in Stephen's report on ROHworld.com, it says um, the hashtag party boys control a lot of the early goings in this one, much to the surprise of hashtag Kevin Kelly. Um, and he you said know that. Why it's called a hashtag? Sorry? Do you know why it's called a hashtag? Nope. Because that little symbol, what is what is that symbol called over in the uh, UK? Hash? Like, 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 like on a phone, it's, it's, it's the hash? Yeah, the hash key, yeah. Okay, well, here in America, it's called the pound key. But the hash, it's called the hashtag because they use the hash symbol, and it tags everything on Twitter to that name. Why is it called the pound key? Why is it called the pound is... What? Why is it called the hash key? Well, pound is a, is a currency. Okay. Or, or weight, even. Fine. Huh? Not here in America. It's a weight. You do weigh yourself in pounds over there, don't you? Yeah. So why do you have a pound key? <laughs> you have a hash key. What? Why do you have a hash key? Because <laughs> this is a stupid discussion. Let's move on. Um, Stephen said it was another fun match, but perhaps a bit too competitive for his liking, especially against a team like C&C. And he made the point that CNC have rose a lot in the ranks of the tag division, and they should really be putting away a team like the hashtag Party Boys, really, you know, pretty easily. So he said it was entertaining to watch, and he didn't really have any complaints about it. But CNC, I don't know what's going on there. They, I was still shocked they lost that three-way match with the the Young Bucks and 
adrenaline rush. I don't really know what's going on. They're sort of stuck in a weird limbo. In, yeah, they're stuck in like the mid-card rut, and they can't seem to find in, a way in, to get out of it. Almost, almost the same sort of symptoms that Roderick Strong has, in a weird way. But I suppose at least they're actually getting a lot of... They seem to get a lot of total shots, but then something screwy happens. And, um, then we have Inside Ring of Honor, but I'm not, I'm not going to recap that. Um, then we actually have a rare appearance from 80s action villain Joe Coff. <laughs> what on earth is that? Just 80s action villain, so stupid. <laughs> this whole show is stupid. Um, Joe Coff and Kerry Silken come out to talk about the, the importance of the title, and Silken says it's the most important title in all of wrestling, which is why it was vacated as opposed to just being given to someone. And um, Joe Coff says that. This is for us. What? <laughs> Steven's report appears to not make any sense, or I can't read. Um, Joko says that this is for us and all of the TV viewers. So couldn't you say this is for everyone? Yeah. Is it like a reward? I don't know. Anyway, somehow the TV title is a tournament is, is only just starting on the August 24th TV show. We already know the semi-finals. This is shocking. The, the, the disconnect here. Why didn't they put the, the title tournament on the first episode of the tape? It's not like the third one. Are you trying to ask why Ring of Honor isn't lo- using basic human logic? That is a good point. Moving on. Sanjay Dutt and Jerry Uthel had a very good match, according to Steve. And he actually said it sort of uh, made the show, to be honest. And I... I'm kind of tempted to watch this one because I say this a lot and I never get... Actually, I did watch that Young Bucks hooligans match, though. I did see that. Um, Sanjay Dutt and Jay Lethal said to have been a very good match. And I believe at this point, he was still unbeatable Jay Lethal until he got further in the tournament. So, I mean, I, I just feel sorry for anyone who is trying to watch this tournament without spoilers. Like, that has to be pretty difficult. This is the first... First round match is just airing on TV. Can you imagine trying not to, you know, have the spoilers? So, I think we had a question about this last week, didn't we? About the disconnect between the TV show and the everything else. And this is the biggest, most blatant example. I mean, will even all of the tournament matches aired before Death Before Dishonor happens? I, I don't know. I'll have to find out. Um, that wraps up the Ring of Honor on SBG TV show. And uh, be sure to tune in next week for another in-depth insight into the show. And I will try my best. Now that my course is finished, I will try my best to watch it. Unless I play too much Saints Row 4, which may happen. Uh, Now we're going to move on to the news, which you can always find during the week on the ROHWood forum at ROHWood.com. Slash forum. John? You don't have to type in slash forum. Now visit the forum. It's now I just couldn't say that. I couldn't say go to our forum at rohwood.com. It just, like, 100, what, 102 episodes, 103 of always saying slash forum. It's, yeah, you don't have to type that anymore. Those days are done. We've saved you the time of typing those, what, six additional characters, the slash and the forum. Just think we we're thinking of you out there, the RHCast Force. 
Um, go on, go ahead with the news, John. I think there's some breaking news this week, isn't there? Very important stuff to get. There's some very important breaking news regarding two former champions in Ring of Honor, two former two-time Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, the American Wolves. Eddie Edwards and Davey Richards are no longer under contract with Ring of Honor, according to PWInsider.com. Are you proud of me I said it correctly? You did, well done. Any long-time listener will know you struggle with that name. Uh, both are expected to uh, be at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando in September, and they'll have an evaluation and then be decided they can have a spot on the roster. Interesting. So I'm not sure how either one of them will do in the WWE. Hmm. It, it, it'll, you, you can't really say, to be honest. I mean, when Daniel Bryan, uh, sorry, Brian Danielson was being signed, who, who could ever have predicted what was going to happen with him or Punk? And then you look at you know, Chris Hero still on NXT. Castagnoli still, well, he's, he, he appears on Raw occasionally, but it, it's hard to say what will happen really, isn't it? it? It all depends on what sort of character they get, who they put up against, where sort of, you know, it, it's hard to say. I mean, what, what do you think? Do you think there's there's a chance of success for them in WWE or do you think they won't fit there? I just don't think they'll fit there. They don't have the... They don't have the personality to stand out mm. among everybody else in the WWE. That'd fit well on NXT. I don't know about Raw. I mean, is it really their dream to go wrestle at NXT? Probably not. I mean, you know, NXT is amazing. Yeah, for anyone, this is quite bad that I actually watched that NXT last week to see the two out of three falls match. The Generico uh, Claudio two out of three falls. That was incredible, that match. Um,. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with the Wolves. I mean, I, I want them to succeed. It'd be great for them to go to WWE and make a success. I, I doubt it would be as a team because we haven't seen the Kings of Wrestling at all in WWE. Or did that happen on NXT once? I don't believe it's happened at all. Yeah, so I mean, they, I they typically don't use characters or teams that they haven't created. So would they even be a team if they're brought in? Would they be singles guys? I don't know. We'll just have to sort of wait and see, but it'd be good for them to to go there, move to that next level, make some more money, get become proper like superstars. And I don't know. It's a shame for Ring of Honor. I think we talked about this before, but losing the Wolves at the same time. That's that's yeah. Tough. As much as much like losing the Kings of Wrestling at the same yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Two people who can you know put on great tag team matches, but also put on very good singles matches as well. It'll leave a hole in the card for sure. Mm. Apparently they they're actually on the poster for Final Battle, so I don't know if Ring of Honor are just using them for now as sort of like a marketing thing. That's a bit screwy, but I mean the card of... is subject to change. That that is true. That's true. Yeah. Um. So I guess we're gonna have to wait and see. But I wish them the best wherever they end up, and it'd be nice to get them on the show to, to talk about this. But who knows what will happen? Um. What's next in the news, John? Um, Kyle O'Reilly has been approved for his green card, and he can now accept international bookings. So we may now see him in the Toronto shows, which but, he has not been a part of in quite a while. He is Canadian. That's what I don't understand. Why couldn't he wrestle? Was it not Bobby Fish that was stopping him from getting into Canada? Or I don't know. I don't understand this. I've never had to worry about a green card because I am an American. <laughs> You're the American bearded nightmare. So I guess that's, that's guess that's only a good thing that he's got his green card. He can now work more dates, and Ring of Honor can use him to his full potential now, hopefully. Yeah, and hopefully it means he won't just miss loads of time going to Japan. That would suck. That is a good point. 
I mean, what's like for you? You love Japanese wrestling. Harry. Oh, of course. I'm. That's why I don't watch the Ring of Honor show. Everyone, I'm too busy scouting the talent of Japan for Ring of Honor. So since Prince Nana is the talent scout for Ring of Honor, are you like Prince Nana's talent scout of the talent scout? He sort of, yeah. I I scout talent for the scout. Uh, <laughs> can't even speak. Talent. <laughs> <laughs> I scout talent for the talent scout. Basically, he, he Prince Nana is a busy man. He doesn't have time to watch all the Japanese wrestling like I do. So. I'll let him know what's going on. That's nice of you to offer your services like that to him. Yes, exactly. And the final bit of news is that Maria Kanellis has signed on with a new wrestling television pilot, also according to PWInsider.com. Any details on that? I know nothing about this. Oh, yeah, she has uh, come, come on board as a producer and an on-air talent for a new wrestling-centric television project in development called Bobby Champion. The premise of the series is that the 18-year-old uh, champion ends up being offered the main role in promotion as it's growing from regional to national, so we follow his successes and all the problems that come with the lifestyle of the wrestling world. Adam Page is actually attached to play the title character, hmm. while Brutal Bob Evans will be yes. the series' technical advisor. So there will be heavy Ring of Honor involvement. I mean, that, that sounds something like cool that you'd watch as a web series. I don't know about a TV yeah, it, it, show. It is, a, it is attempting uh, some crowdfunding later this year to help finance the filming of the pilot. Okay. Interesting. So that could be something that's really cool to watch. Yeah, best of luck with that. It'd be good for Adam Page. He could. I think someone on the fo- I actually read something on the forum that maybe they could use the character from that on Ring of Honor. I, I don't know, but more exposure, I mean, for, more exposure for the guys, I suppose. So it can't be a Bad thing, just interesting to see how it turns out. Yeah, absolutely. And that, one final bit of news. I knew there was one more. You said that was the last one. It wasn't. I, sorry, I lied. I forgot about this huge news. Is that QT Marshall looks like a Cabbage Patch doll. This was breaking news discovered on the ROH World Forum by a member um, a couple of days ago that QT Marshall looks shockingly like a grown-up Cabbage Patch Kid. Um, there is the photo on the forum. I have tweeted it if you want to check out check it out for yourself, but you've got to see it. And if you go into these shows coming up, whether it be the, what is it, Alabama, Tennessee, Death for Vodasana, please, we need a Cabbage Patch chant when Cutie Marshall comes out. It has to happen. And this has also brought uh, Mr. Marshall back to the forum. For the big, first time re- quite a while. big return, and one of the first questions he got was, "When does your contract expire?" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has a good relationship with the people on the forum. I, I don't think that is actually the final bit of news, John. Didn't you do some uh, field research regarding a, a a question we got a couple of weeks ago? That is correct. A few weeks ago, we got a question in the uh, questions portion, obviously about who are either girlfriends or moms, which I thought was a sick burn, thought is the most attractive member of the uh, Ring of Honor roster. And I finally got around to asking my girlfriend yesterday who she thought. And Harry, who would you say is the most attractive member? Who would you well, say she would say? I, I think we, we actually, when we answered this question, we we said Adam Cole. We, we thought that was the clear answer. And uh, Well, you'll be surprised that she, in fact, went... With the vacant world title. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't know what to say. But she was honestly, in fact, 
Uh, she liked Adam Cole and Bobby Fish. Those were her two picks. See, it has to be Adam Cole. Always Adam Cole. I believe Steven actually is in exile with his girlfriend. Or maybe just some woman that lives on this island where he's in exile. I don't know. And her answers were, I believe, Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, and Eddie Edwards. I believe were the three, if I remember right. No, sorry, uh, that is wrong. That is wrong. She said Adam Cole, Michael Bennett, and Eddie Edwards. So there you go. We, we you know, we we take the time to do our field research when we get sent these questions, don't we, John? Yeah, it might take a few weeks, but that's just how <laughs> how hard we have to research these questions. Exactly. Um, so now we're going to move on to the questions and topics that you sent in. There's several ways you can do this. You can tweet us at roh underscore world on Twitter. You can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash rohworld, or you can go to our lovely forum at rohworld.com. No trolls allowed. I've had to deal with a lot this weekend, and it pissed me off. (laughs) So (laughs) now we'll get to those questions and topics. Bringing back the old school song. I didn't want that. Anything that just doesn't remind me of... Stuff Pants Steven is a good thing. Um, so we'll start things off with Facebook. And Ken has one of his... It's not really a question, they're more of a comment. Do you think that Steve Carino will bring in the 855 Cash Now guy to get large settlements for himself and former members of Scum? I'm thinking ROH won't be able to afford to give him all... <laughs> give them all large handfuls of cash and will gladly reinstate them as an alternative. I think that's brilliant booking. I think this got a bit that's gotta be leading to a storyline, hasn't it? This eight five five cash now guy. Something's gonna happen there. I mean I guess he'll just get cash now. They didn't bring <laughs> him back with uh uh dirty Ernie Osiris. Um <laughs> uh, we have a question from Adam on Facebook. Who, who mentions a topic that we often talk about here. If uh, It's about Roderick Strong in particular. If you were booking, what would you do with Roderick Strong since he clearly needs direction and a purpose? We often call him the, the floater. Um, given that I've given this, uh, this topic exactly 13 seconds of thought right now, how yep. about... A uh, remember the Andy Ridge trial series where he had to go through like all the tough opponents to kind of prove himself. Mm-hmm. How about the Roderick Strong uh, trial series where he wrestled against the up and coming wrestlers to try to make themselves prove themselves as worthy of being on the mm-hmm. roster? Since he is like Mr. ROH at this point. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, it's hard really because we don't. I don't think he needs to be near any titles. Like, he had that TV title reign that was kind of unnecessary. I don't really think he's going to be going back to tag team soon or anything. So he, he'd he kind of have to start some sort of feud that doesn't involve a title with someone. But then the question is, who would that be? And it, it is kind of tough, but I think that it could work, what you said. That sort of... I mean, is, is he a face now? Is he properly turned because it kind of sort of happened out of nowhere yeah as far as I know he's a face hmm. he needs to do something though but I just have no idea what right now this is a terrible answer 
But I think yeah. it's a, I think it's a f- sufficient answer, though. <laughs> I think you know what you said could work actually, because at least that would then give some sort of consistency where you know what he's going to be doing, you know what's going on, and it could work into some sort of angle with someone getting an upset victory or something, someone they want to build up. So, yeah, let's go with that. Um, we have one on Twitter from Zach who says, "Do you think Ted DiBiase can be an asset to Ring of Honor, who was recently?" released or left the WWE. I don't see why not. I mean, it's worth a shot to bring him in. I've always thought he was pretty good. He was he was okay. I mean, some were people you were member, saying Were you a member of the DiBiase posse? I was not. Were you What about were you a Magilla buddy? A Magilla buddy? You remember the Magilla buddies? No, I do not. Oh, well, then never mind. Is that a Michael McGillicotty thing? Yes, it was. Oh dear. Anyway, um, Ted DiBiase. Apparently, he wrestled in in is it promising Noah? So I'd like to see some of those matches because it's hard to see how someone would fit in WWE based on you know the short TV matches that a lot of the guys get there. So it's hard to really say yes or no. I mean, he's got the name value with obviously being DiBiase's son and being obviously former WWE star, but without. Seeing him have a match with, you know, in the Ring of Honor style or against someone from the roster, it's hard to really tell. I mean, I suppose there's no harm if he still is wrestling. I don't know what he's doing. Bringing him in for one go, seeing how it turns out. But what, what do you think? I think it's worth a shot. I don't see, you know, why not just bring him in for a match or two, see how it goes. And if it goes well, bring him in longer. I mean, they brought in Matt Hardy. If you can bring true. Matt Hardy in for an extended run, you can bring yeah. in Ted DiBiase. Yeah, they brought in. A very disappointing Finley as well, didn't they, for those matches with Strong and Elgin, I think it was. Um, now we go to our forum. We have Renegade121 who asks, who do you think has a brighter future, Cole or Elgin? Brighter future in Ring of Honor or brighter future in wrestling in general? Should we answer both, perhaps? I mean, are they different? Do you have a different answer for those questions? No, I don't, need, I don't know why I needed to separate it. I think Adam Cole's the answer to both. Yeah, I think Adam Cole has uh Although I don't know. Because Elgin has the size and the power that WWE typically go after. But then you look at, you know, Brian Danielson's main event in lately. So it is hard to... I, I would say Adam Cole because he has more of the complete package. He has that charisma, the mic skills and the in-ring work. is sort of all in one. And those good looks, as your girlfriend has proven. Um, whereas Elgin just has that in-ring ability, just has that raw, impressive strength. And would he be as impressive elsewhere where there are other bigger, strong guys? Whereas in Ring of Honor, he's basically the only one. So I think I agree. I think it would be Cole, no matter where he ends up, whether it's WWE or TNA, I think he'll be a a star one day for sure. And I just hope that's not too far away because we all thought he was going to be gone sooner. But... Yeah. Uh, do you think that both of them will end up as stars elsewhere? I mean, what, what do you think? What do you, th- um, what do you think the future holds for, for both of them? Well, obviously, I think we're all in agreement that Adam Cole is a future like megastar. Mm. Michael Elgin, like you said, when he reaches another company that has more wrestlers that are the same style as him, you know, same size, same levels of strength... Will he be able to stand out as much as he does in Ring of Honor? And that is really what's going to determine his failure or success 
mm-hmm. in another company is whether or not he can make himself stand out like he does currently. Uh, Renegade has another question. He says he's pissed off that Stephen stuffed illegally and he wants Stephen to know that we will uprise over this unjust act. Ooh. See, people are angry. People are not happy with this stuffing. People... Stephen has pissed off a lot of people. He has. He's a f- deeply offended a lot of the RHCast force and everyone involved in the world of Pants Off, Dance Off um, competitions. So. I'm not sure if I want him back on the show after that despicable... I don't know. I don't know if we ever will, to be honest. I mean, I've not seen a single complaint about the A-team, so we'll just maybe we'll just keep it like this. Um, KL underscore from Poland says, do you think Ring of Honor should talk with SBG about investing more in TV tapings and do them more often? Maybe not once a month, but once every two weeks. That's even, well, they don't even do once a month now, really. Um, with what we have now on the TV tournament, on TV, the tournament just began, but we already know the semi-finalists, which is something we discussed earlier. So do you think... More frequent TVs is as a solution to this. Maybe not more frequent TVs, but better production in the TVs. Yeah, I think they should. He mentioned SBG investing more in the TV. That could either come in the form of adding more at the same level we have now, or improving the ones we have now. I mean, the fact that they're not even HD is shocking, really. Which is <laughs> a common thing brought up. Like my, most modern phones shoot in HD, so why can't Ring of Honor film their show in that? And it just I think, as you say, improving that production will make the show more appealing and make it feel sort of more high quality and not sort of this wrestling on a budget type thing that somehow it comes across and get another commentator. That's one thing that seriously puts me off watching this show is that Kevin Kelly commentates by himself. And I I can't stand Kevin Kelly's commentary, especially when he's just talking about hashtag party boys constantly. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't bear that. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. Um, so, I think there's some more questions when I get into the next page of the thread. Burnside says, great show as always, guys. Oh, that, thank you, Burnside. Thank you. That is just proof that we don't need Steven. It's a great show without him, so he can stay in exile for a week here. Um, he says, number one, a lot of the ROH cast force seems to feel that Death Before Dishonored will be available for video on demand the day after the show, but he hasn't been able to find any trace of Ring of Honor actually saying this anywhere. So he has two questions related to this. Number one, will each of you take a stand on when you think the show will be up on video on demand? Let's answer that one first. We're, take... we're, uh, it should be up the next day. It should no, be no, up no, that no, night. no, no. This is taking a stand. This but is not it, but, which... no, 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 no. Listen, it should be up that night, no later than noon the next day. It won't be up till Tuesday. That's my stand. I'm taking a stand Wednesday, the Wednesday after it happens. And his his um his second <clears throat> excuse me question to this is if it's not up within 24 hours. What do you think the outrage level will be on the ROHworld.com forum and the ROH Facebook page? What is the normal level of outrage on the forum and Facebook page? Typically quite high. <laughs> to be like, like, like on a scale of 1 to 10, what, what would it normally be at? 
What? In just uh, you know, every day, or if something just happens, like, what do you mean? Just like an, just like an every day. Yeah, like a five or six. I mean, they, they get quite pissed off. 12, I'm sure it'd be like a twelve point seven then. <laughs> just completely shat at the scale. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with Burnside. There seems to be a lot of this discussion that, <clears throat> oh, Death Before Dishonor will be there the next day. No, it won't. No, it should, it's not. There's, it no should. Reason, there's no reason it should not be up the next day. The, it, it won't be. There's no chance. The fact that Hoopla took to, what, Thursday? Wednesday, Thursday? Um, Reclamation took even longer than that. I mean, it, it's it's not consistent, but it's never quick, is sort of the general thing, is that we know it's not going to be within a couple of days. It will be longer, up to a week. So prepare to be disappointed if you're expecting it the day after, because if it was going to be the day after, as Burnside pointed out, Ring of Honor would make that very clear to promote that and sort of get hype around it. And to be honest, that makes so much sense from a business point of view. I mean, to be honest, they could capitalize on a lot of money by having pre-orders. If they just had $9.99, if you pay before it actually happens, you are committing to watch it, whether it's good or not. And that way they get, you know, instant buy and then it's re- you can, you know, watch it as soon as it's available without having to pay up in advance. Not that I would encourage paying for something without knowing it's good, but a lot of people would probably capitalize on that who, you know, they're going to watch every show anyway, so why not offer them a discount if they pay up in advance? And I think the longer they delay it, the less chance they have of people actually buying it because let's say you're trying to avoid the forum, uh, sorry, the spoilers. Mm-hmm. You know, in like a day, that's easy enough, but then if you're someone who regularly reads the Ring of Honor news and the forum in like three days or so, it's going to be spoilers everywhere. It's going to be impossible to avoid it. So I think they need to sort of, 24 hours would be ideal, wouldn't it? That would be, that would be perfect. Um, and he has a final question. Now that there are no more live iPay-per-views, is Harry's ROH fandom in peril? He won't watch the TV show and doesn't seem to watch the video on-demand house shows. I'm concerned he will slowly drift away and perhaps start new websites. Maybe dartsworld.com. I'm not a fan of darts, but... Or playstationworld.com. What do you think on this question, John? I mean, I don't know how your fandom will be affected. I'm not you. (laughs) I thought you might have to share some insight after talking with me about Ring of Honor every week for 104 episodes. No? Uh, no, I mean it's, it's up to you if you want to watch it or not. I don't, I don't care either way. I th- that is a good question. I I, I sort of realised this when the iPad view stopped. That was what the only thing that I watched every single time without fail was the iPad views live. No, 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 no. You watched. Wait, those, you didn't watch this quite a bit with with the Ring of Honor's failure. Well, no, I I tried to watch them. I mean, I, what I'm saying is I would be up, staying up live to watch a black screen buffer, for four hours. Then get pissed off, rant about it on a podcast, and eventually watch it later. Uh, but that's a good point. I, I I watch Night of Hoopla, but I haven't watched any of the other house shows in a very long time. I watched one match from All Star Extravaganza based on John's um, recommendation, so that is a good point. Maybe I will just go and do PlayStationWorld.com. Who knows? Um, I'll try and watch the TV show more. I will try my best. Um, we have some questions. Some The final questions from this week are from Steen5150, 
who says, do you think RH officials should try and bring in some of the former Shikara promotion? If so, who? Well, they've already started doing that by bringing in Eddie Kingston. Anyone else, though? You were a fan of um, Shikara. Yes, there's a few wrestlers. Um, I don't know how realistic some of them would be since they have ties with the Dragon Gate USA and Evolve shows, like uh, Jigsaw and people like that. But one wrestler I would love to see in Ring of Honor, and I've said this, I think, you know, every time we get this question, is Tim Donst. He is a very good wrestler. He has a great personality. He can cut fantastic promos. I don't know why he's not a bigger deal than he is. He needs to be in Ring of Honor, and he will be somebody that could be pushed pretty quickly, I think. What is he doing now? Is he in Dragon Gate or something? Or? No, no, he's in this, just these random independent promotions, as far as I know. Hmm. Interesting. And somebody else is, uh, I, don't, I can't say his real name because I can't pronounce his last name, but Mr. Touchdown is his, was his name in Ring <laughs> of Honor. And I think that would be a, a he's really good in the ring. So I th- he's just kind of like Don's great in the ring, fantastic personality, a great talker. He, he needs to be a bigger deal as well. Um, Steen5150 has another question. Do you think Ring of Honor should attempt to do their version of the Young Lions Cup or King of Trios tournament? I mean, they've technically <laughs> tried the King of Trios tournament before, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, they're right. And it wasn't, I don't think it was all that great if I remember. I, I, never I, thought I about just it. sort of, when I finished reading that question, I just read the word tournament and I was like, no. <laughs> no more tournaments. Maybe in like 2015, maybe we'll get one of these tournaments. But but I think a long, something like the Young Lions Cup could be cool. Hmm. I'm not sure. I think I'm just a bit burnt out on tournaments. Um. He has another question. With the return of Homicide, do you think we can expect the return of any more ROH alumni? Which ROH alumni would really be Available. Besides, I guess Paul Lennon and Brian Kendrick could, are out there can come in, and Sanjay Dutt has made appearances in the last few, mm. the last month or so. It all depends on what talent scout Prince Nano is looking for. Yeah, exactly. If you've got a big butt and you're Asian, you're guaranteed a spot back in, aren't you? To be honest, can you make a good peanut butter soup? <laughs> can you imagine if this was, if he was really, if the Prince Nana character was really the talent scout? Can you imagine <laughs> the people that would be brought in? It would be incredible. I would tune in to watch it then. Let's do that. Um, then we've got his final... I think... Did he even answer that question? I don't remember so, what the question was. He has one more. If the Wolves leave Ring of Honor, do you think the tag team division will require to have the Briscoe brothers? I think so. I don't... Just not the... This, just not the tag division, but Ring of Honor as a whole, because they kind of could fill the same role that the Wolves filled, while you know being a tag team that can also have credible singles matches as well against anybody. And I think that would be something mm. that Ring of Honor. Would... I, I'd rather see the Young Bucks forever hooligans on a more regular basis, personally. But but could the Young Bucks have those singles matches though? Like ha- mm, that's the thing, though. I mean, as a, as singles wrestlers, I don't think I've ever seen a single. <laughs> Singles matches. <laughs> That's a good point. I don't think they have in Ring of Honor. Um, one thing I was gonna—I was just realizing then—is that do we miss the Briscoes? I was thinking this earlier. I saw that earlier. The promo for the 
August 31st, 31st television show said... Which you will he, be writing the report for. Which I will be doing the report for. Said the uh, return of Mark Briscoe. And I just go, ugh. I'm not... I don't miss them. I just... The thing I, is, when they were around, I loved them. But now that they're gone, I don't see... I can't say that I miss them. I think it was just the the lackluster way they faded out. Like, the fact that he Jay Briscoe was world champion. No one saw him win the belt. The majority of his title defenses were were average. I mean, coming off the Steen reign, he couldn't really compete with that. And then he just sort of disappeared and led to this tournament. So there's like a negative stigma attached to him, like, oh, he's the reason we got this shitty tournament. And I don't know. I'm, I'm I, st- I say this every week. I'm worried they're going to do this champion versus champion thing, and he's going to come back with a belt and call whoever wins the tournament a phony or whatever. But I don't know. I, that could that would I would be okay with that if it doesn't happen immediately. If they hold off right, okay. to like the ninth or to the uh, why do I always want to say the ninth anniversary show? <laughs> if they hold off to the twelfth anniversary show, that'd be okay. That'd be enough time between him leaving and coming back. But anything before that, I'll even say final battle would be too soon for him to come it, back. It just feels like then a little summer break, doesn't it? Like a little yeah, he went on holiday for a bit and now he's back already. But it, it, you don't get enough time to miss him. Or become nostalgic. Oh, do you remember when Jay Briscoe was around? Blah blah blah. But I don't but know. But I think, but, but I think it'd be perfect for him to come back ninth and or why do I always want to say ninth anniversary show? <laughs> come back at the twelfth anniversary show. <laughs> the name of this show is gonna have to be the ninth anniversary. <laughs> have him come back at the twelfth anniversary show, and then feud with the whoever the champion is at the time, up to best in the world to kind of prove prove themselves as mm. who really is the best in the world. Oh god. Um I can see Kevin Kelly marketing that now. Hashtag best in the world. Um do you think I think it's inevitable that the Briscoes are going to return to, to Ring of Honor. Do you think what would you prefer? A tag team focused you know, they return as a group, they're focusing on the tag team division, or they sort of stay the separate ways as they sort of were towards the end of their run. Maybe not he as you say, perhaps he's not going to be world champion, but he might face the champion i would prefer them to come back the way they were a couple years ago where they would be primarily tag team but could still go off and have these singles matches Mm. i think they're at a point now in the tag team division where they i just i just hope they don't get the belts again i think they're at this sort of point now where c and c could gain a lot by beating the Briscoes. Adrenaline Rush could gain a big boost by beating the Briscoes. Like they're at that level where I feel like all they really have left to give Ring of Honor is helping build the stars of the future. Yeah, I, they're I, kind of in the same place as Roderick Strong is. Yeah, think about I, it. I don't really think they're at a point now where they should be, you know, winning the tag belts or winning the world title again. I don't think that's what we should, you know, be expecting. Maybe, maybe people disagree with that. I don't know, but that's sort of the feeling I have about their return, whenever it may be. Yeah, I think I'll be happy to see them back, but I won't be thrilled with their return, (laughs) if that makes any sense. Sort of. Um, And that actually brings an end to episode 104 of the ROH cast. We really do appreciate everyone who sent in those questions, as it actually gives us something to talk about, because nothing happened in Ring of Honor this week, so we do appreciate all of those questions and topics. Um, maybe Stuff Pants Steven will be back next week. I doubt it. It will probably just be the A team once again. I'm going to take a stand right now and say that John, next week, the A team will be here 
and we both will have seen the Ring of Honor TV and we will critically analyze it to find out why neither of us are motivated to watch it. We're going to find the source just from this one episode. Whatever happens, I don't actually know this what happens on the 31st show, but you're watching it for the report. I'll, I'm going to find the time to watch it and we're going to figure out what the problem is. Does that have sound any like of your stands ever come true? I'm going to leave that for the RH cast force to reminisce about and <laughs> figure out for themselves. The answer is quite obvious. Um, <laughs> so that wraps up episode 104 of the ROH cast. Uh, we thank you all for listening. We do hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to leave a review on iTunes or send us your feedback on the forum or Twitter, etc. Um, thank you to the American Bearded Nightmare for joining me. Thank you for having me. So, yeah, we hope you enjoyed the show, and I'll leave you with one final bit of advice. Never, ever stuff. <laughs>